All right, good evening, everyone, and welcome to How to Dominate the MLS and Make Massive Profits. There we go. Whoops, speaker, that's me, Becky Kerminga. Um, I'm in Houston. I've been with Real Estate IQ for about three years and been investing just a little bit longer than that, uh, relatively new to investing. I was an educator in my past life, mostly high school math, but a little younger than that, little college. Um, but it was kind of time for a career change. And so I started looking into real estate and uh, decided that that was something that sounded interesting and something I could do. And uh, then I met Steve Liang, the company founder, and started just selling real estate IQ at events. Um, and then I started working for the company part-time and then full-time. And so I kind of headed up customer service. I used to head up the marketing department. Fortunately, I've been able to uh, get people under me to, to do most of the daily work for those things now, um, but just kind of still do some management and stuff like that for the company, as well as Kevin and I do our own investing on the side as well. Um, sponsors, we have several sponsors for our events. Quest Trust, if you are, um, it's a great place to keep your self-directed IRA or your IRA money so that you can direct it and invest it in real estate. And we have some lenders here that are really good. Investor Loan Source, Link Lending, uh, Note School, if you want a passive investment, Notes is a good way to go for that. Um, and Diana is putting the information for these sponsors in the chat right now. We have Action Coach Business Coaching, Real Property Management Legend, and Bay Mountain Capital, which is another uh, hard money and mortgage lender. So thanks to them. This event is brought to you by Real Estate IQ. Our guarantee, you'll always find a deal with Real Estate IQ. So the company's been around for almost seven years now. Um, it was founded by these first two gentlemen right here. Steve Liang and Juan Carlos Cruz. And uh, now on the executive team, we have myself in Houston, we have Joseph in Austin and San Antonio, and Rodney is in charge of DFW. So the majority of our service right now is just in Texas. We do have off-market leads in Florida and Georgia right now, if anybody's interested in investing there. Um, but we're looking to expand. And we've got somebody talking to us about expanding to Chicago, kind of doing a franchise model. So if you know anybody, if you're in another place and you know somebody that would like to maybe think about a franchise, it's a good, good way to help us move and expand a little faster. Here's what one of our current clients, Adam, is saying. I'm here with Adam at Redneck Country Club at a jet lending event, and Adam has been using our system for a while. Adam, could you share with us your experience with our tool? 
Yeah, so um, I love the tool. It was re it's really been very useful for me as uh, as a new investor. Um, I don't have access to the MLS, so running comps was something that was a problem. Um, now that I have that the tool, I can run comps. It allowed me to secure my first deal, um, and I'm going to market with it and look to, um, because of the comps that I was able to run and get it for the right price, I was able to secure a deal that's probably going to profit me somewhere north of $50,000. Oh, fantastic. And by the way, we uh, can also help you market your deal to Adam. Uh, thank you so much. And guys, our deal analysis suite is only $15 a month. <laughs> so our topic today is about finding deals on the MLS. The MLS is still the biggest market to find deals. To those of you that might be new, MLS stands for Multiple Listing Service, and it's the platform online where real, real estate agents post their deals, um, or their properties that they're selling and can go to get information about other properties and uh, all those things. So um, it's really not the MLS. Uh, there's different MLSs for each area and they all function a little bit differently, present their information a little bit differently um, and so on. But still the majority of people go through real estate agents to sell their properties. In just the last 30 days, um, this would be just in one metro area alone. Um, total residential real estate investment opportunities, 35,000 plus. Uh, last I looked, we had over 38,000 properties listed for sale on the MLS in just the Houston area alone. Uh, so uh, there are a lot, and over 3,000 of those were actually discounted. And so those are the ones that, as an investor, you're looking for for your deals. Um, so the question is, how do you find these deals, and how do you win these deals? Um, the MLS strategies, no matter whether your exit strategy is to wholesale, to fix and flip, or to buy and hold, MLS properties can work for all of those strategies. And so what are we looking for? Some might say we're looking for properties priced under market value, discounted homes, homes with equity. All those really mean the same thing. It just means that you're buying it for less than what it's worth. And so the question is, why would people want to sell their house for less than what it's worth? Um, so there's a lot of different reasons. They could be motivated to sell um, let, let me give you one example. My sister, who lives in Colorado, just decided she wants to sell her house um, because there, there's a little piece of land behind it that they were told was owned by the water district and would never be built on. And then they found out that they're going to put a little strip mall and gas station on it. And so she's wanting to get out before that happens and the value decreases significantly, probably. Um, it could be maybe they have a, took a job in another location and need to sell it quickly. Maybe they're financially distressed and there's some kind of a bad situation that they're in, or maybe there's a lot of problems with the house and they can't afford the repairs. So all those reasons can make them want to sell them below value. Uh, so some of the pros of getting a deal on the MLS versus looking off market. Um, one is that there are lots of deals. 
This next one is that the seller is ready. When you're going to, when you're pursuing off-market leads, sometimes the person's not ready to sell, even though it might be in their best interest. They might not realize that and be ready yet. Um, the contract is easy. There's a TREC contract. You don't have to worry about anything. The real estate agent takes care of all those details for you. Um, the cons, lots of competition. Um, in the months prior to, to now, um, there was a couple of properties we looked at that were listed on the MLS at a good discount. And uh, I, we would call the first day and they would have 20 plus offers. Um, so sometimes there's lots of competition, uh, but then you, there's ones that you can find that other people don't. So uh, another con, you do have to act quickly because of that. Um, and the next one is the agents not investor friendly. Some agents don't understand about real estate investing. They don't understand how it works. They don't understand how you arrive at your offer um, and the different things about closing. So that's kind of something that you have to deal with from the MLS. So what is the trick to win MLS deals? One is you can be first to place an offer. And another one is to send lots of offers. So speed gets you the keys. You want to get in right away and send lots of offers. So um, I'll talk more about that in a minute. So what do, you, what do you want to do? Sorry, I went back and forth too fast there. Ready to learn the three-step process to dominate the MLS? Step one, find an investor-friendly agent and team. So an investor-friendly agent is a real estate agent who understands investments, who knows how to help investors find and win deals, who's an expert in valuations, and is an expert in closing the transactions. Also on your team, besides the agent, you're going to need an investor-friendly title company. Uh, Kevin and I were wholesaling one property and they had already started the process with another title company. And so we started to just go with that title company. And then uh, we found out they were not investor friendly. In fact, I think they really disliked investors. Um, they wanted, they said they would not close the deal unless we disclosed to all parties exactly how much we were making for our wholesale fee. And so we switched title companies pretty quick. So you need to find an investor friendly one that understands how investors work, what they need to close deals, how the offers work, how the terms work. Um, and then of course, you're gonna need your good contractor. And those are not always easy to find either. And you're gonna need a lender. So step two, find the deals. How do you find the deals? One thing you can do on the MLS in any place is to head up what's sometimes called a hot sheet. Um, it's a price trigger. So usually this involves the real estate agent going to an area that you're looking for, they can calculate from the MLS what the average price per square foot is in that area. And then they can calculate how much that price would need to be discounted below average to make it a good investment property. And so they set up those hot sheets in those areas, um, but you have to do that for each small area um, you can also set up a price trigger, so if the price gets uh, lowered, you get a notification of that as well. So you need one for every little area, so it's going to take 
a lot of those. Um, and then what happens is you get a notification of the address on the new listing price drops or if something's back on the market, whatever that meets your criteria. So the drawbacks, of course, are you need to set up a lot of those and it requires maintenance because if the price changes, the average price per square foot changes in that area, you're going to need to change your, your hot sheet trigger to make sure you're still getting the discounted prices. Um, and then you also don't have any idea from that. You just know what it's listed at. You still have to figure out what it's worth so you know how much equity is in it. So the next step is to run a CMA on each address. So there are a lot of ways you can do that. Uh, the real estate agents can do them for you. And when I first started, I had a real estate agent friend who was happy to do it. But then it's like you start to feel like I'm really bugging them. And they start saying, well, I can get that for you tomorrow evening. Um, and so it's really helpful if you can do that yourself. Now, in some areas, you can go on the county website in some states and find out exactly what a property sold for. Texas is a non-disclosure state, so the sold prices of properties are not a matter of public record. The only way to get the actual sold price is to go directly to the MLS. You can get estimates of Redfin and Zillow, but those are just estimates and you can't evaluate what they're based on. Um, sometimes they're close, sometimes they're way off. Um, so that takes time. And if you're, if you're doing this and you're getting those alerts and then you spend the time to run the CMA, that's going to take up a lot of your time that you're not going to have to actually go and pursue the deals. So the next step is to use software to automate the process. And I'll show you um, in a bit more about how that can work. So first of all, the question is, what do you want to be buying it at? So this is for you newbies. In general, for a fix and flip, the rule is 70% of the ARV. So ARV stands for after repair value. You want to know what's it going to be worth after you fix it up. So uh, just as a keep an easy example, if the ARV is 100,000, I'm sure uh, my, uh, my Bay Area, California person <laughs> is laughing right here um, <laughs> because you can't buy anything there for 100,000, but you actually can here uh, if it needs a lot of work and is a smaller home and stuff like that. But um, so after repair value is 100,000, 70% of that would be $70,000. And then you want to subtract from that your repair budget. So whatever it's going to cost to repair it. Um, and then if you're going to wholesale it, you also want to subtract from that your wholesale fee. So this house that's worth $100,000, I'm not going to want to pay much more than $60,000 for it. And so the question is, where's the other 30%? <laughs> Rebecca says in California, not even a trailer home. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so why 70%? What happened to the other 30%? So out of that 30% or 30,000 in this case, which is the 30%, about 8,000 or 8% is going to be closing costs that you have to pay the title company and all those fees. Uh, holding and maintenance. So you're going to have to put pay for insurance on the property. You're going to have to keep 
the electricity on, for example, those kind of things are the holding and maintenance costs. Uh, then you have to pay interest on your loan while you're fixing it up. Um, and so usually those closing and holding costs run pretty close to half of that 30%, so about 15%, which leaves you 15 to 16% for your profit. So if you don't buy near that 70%, those closing costs aren't going to change, but your profit is what's going to go down. So that's just a good rule of thumb for investors, especially when you're starting out. There are some, um, there are people that will, that can buy for more than that. Um, if you're going to hold it for a long time, the appreciation is often going to uh, make up for that and you'll still get your profit in the end. But if you're going to flip, this is what you want to stick at least close to. Um, another way to decide is if you're going to buy and hold it is look at the 1% rule. So it's kind of estimated in ideal situations, you want to get at least 1% of your purchase price back in your monthly rent. And so that's to make sure that you are, um, that you have enough to pay your mortgage and your insurance and your, and, um, you know, pay for whatever things might break, save a little money for that, and then still get cash flow. So if it's more than 1%, obviously, then you're going to get more cash flow out of that. Uh, so to use the buy and hold rule, you'd say, okay, if I can rent it for a thousand a month, um, that means I can pay a hundred thousand for it, subtract the repairs, and you can pay 90,000 for that same house that if you were going to flip, you'd only want to pay 60,000 for. So uh, sometimes the deal might determine your exit strategy if you're, if you're uh, willing and ready to do both. So the next question is, how do you find the deals? So let me show you. I'm going to go to Real Estate IQ and show you how you can use this particular software to find deals on the MLS. Um, so this is just our, our first analytics page, and I just want to show you, this is in Houston, and so right now there's 38,748 properties listed on the MLS. If I go to discounted deals, I can see that 2,500 of them are at a 10 to 20% discount, 805, 20 to 30. 324 of those are listed at a 30 to 40% discount and 220 at 40% or more. Yes, David, there will be a recording of this. So he's having um, problems. So you'll be able to access that and you'll get an email with that information. All right, so then I'm going to go to our MLS deal finder page. And I think my, there we go, it's going a little slow today, my internet. Um, so here's our quick search. So this is designed just to be that quick. So you can search a 20% discount or a 0.8 rental index. So that would be 0.8% or higher of the purchase price that you can get in your rent. Uh, you can choose county, city. Last updated, um, so right now it's defaulting to last 15 days. You can search everything new that's happened in the last 30 days. The last year is going to tell you everything that's, show you everything that's listed on the market that's still active. Or a custom range you could use if you wanted to find properties that had been on the market 
uh, say for you know a long time for longer than three months or something like that. So I just went to new search and I can go here to type and I only want to look at active. That's all I care about. Um, I can go geography, I can go county, city, or even zip code. And um, Houston is in Harris County, so I'm going to keep it just to that, but you can select as many or as few as you like. Uh, property types. These are the property types in the Houston area MLS. They vary a little bit if you're in a different area. Um, for example, I know in DFW, you can search for a half duplex, um, but the Houston area MLS does not have that capability. So it is, uh, I'm just going to go with single family. Uh, maybe I'll also go townhouse condo. Why not? Here I can put in my list price. So the standard in Houston is usually, whoops, 250,000 or less. So I'm just going to leave the minimum. If you didn't want those, you know, tear down really junk houses, you might put a minimum in there. A last updated, I'm going to see everything that's on there just for fun. All right, and here's where we're going to narrow it down to those properties with the equity. So the discount percentage, I'm going to set this at 30 so that I meet that 70% rule. Now, wait, you say there are repairs. True, but there's a couple things. One, you don't have to offer what they're asking for. Um, you can you can offer less and you might get it. And the other thing is we want to evaluate to determine that that's exactly the percent discount that we're looking for. I'm going to take this down because in Houston, um, I often see properties that are listed for sale for $1,000 when that's supposed to be their monthly rent. So that kind of just takes those out. You can also set the rent rental index. So this search is an and. So you could do, if I put something in for the rental index, it's going to search both and only hit the properties that meet both criteria. So depending on what you're looking for, you might focus on the rental index instead. And you can use the slider if you want to instead of typing it in. Uh, if I go save as right here, I can save as an automated search. That's what's going to get me those emails. So just like an MLS strip that you could set up, we'll send you emails whenever those properties have a price change that puts them in your requirements. You can do that here, but you can do it for the whole, the whole city at once. And you don't have to worry about changing it when prices go up or down because it will automatically adjust. So I'm gonna go ahead and go search. And here we go. Here are the search results. So I can look, I'm gonna to go to grid. It's kind of a nicer way to see them. Um, I can look at them, kind of shows me what the house looks like a little bit. So this one, for example, is listed at 32,000. It's comp price is about 75,000. Now this is a very good algorithm, but it is not perfect. So you always want to verify that. Uh, to me, that 75000 seems a little low, so I'm thinking the computer's probably picking uh, properties. There's something in there that maybe hasn't been fixed up that's pulling that down. Um, but if that is the actual 
value ARV of it right here, then that's a 57% discount where you have 42,000 to do your repairs and your holding costs and closing costs and get your profit, which is not, not going to be enough. I'm thinking on that house. Um, so we can go to, uh, first of all, I'm going to go back here. You can, if you want, use this chart to sort them. So I could sort them by list price, by total discount, by discount percentage, rental index, any of those things. So I could just use these arrows and sort that. Or I can turn on the map and see where these are and in what part of town. So I could, for example, go here and click, this means there's going to be two more if I zoom in there. And then I can click on the property and it's going to show it here. So it's looking like a condo, which is okay in some places. That's a condo, so I think I'm in a condo area. So I can quickly see these details, the discount percentage and all that. If I want to know more, I can go here to details and that's going to show me the MLS information that a real estate agent would have. And so this is the comments are also going to give you some clue as the condition. This is a three bedroom, two and a half bath built in 1973, 1700 square feet. All new floors, freshly painted and ready to be a forever home. Amazing location. Okay, so right now I see beautiful property with all new floors, freshly painted. That's telling me it does say some outdated parts are ready to be customized, such as bathrooms and kitchens. So that kind of tells me, yeah, they fixed it up, but if I'm going to flip this, it's going to need a new bathroom and kitchen. If I'm going to rent it, maybe not. And the rental index on this price was what point house was 0.9, so not super great. So I can know by that that that's not something I want to spend a lot of time on. And I can start searching for another property. Let's check out this one. Sharp View Drive, listed at 150, comping at 215. That's right at my 30%, but let's check it out. Ready for a flip? Please watch the video walkthrough. No utilities, sold as is. That sounds like a great investor price, or a great investor property, but probably not at that price. I'm thinking a little bit lower. Uh, but let's, we can go here and look at the photos. Yeah, that needs a little, whoops, sorry, that went really fast. Check out that bathroom. <laughs> that is awesome and would totally just be completely uh, torn apart and redone. <laughs> Pink and blue, though. Uh, Gotta love it. One thing notice from the picture is here's a crack. Um, that could be something with this drywall or that could indicate a foundation issue if there's a bunch of those. Um, but anyway, it can give you kind of a good idea. Take a look at the kitchen. Yeah. Even though that is tile on the countertops. Again, if you're going to rent it, you know, maybe you leave the tile countertops and you just paint the cabinets to make them nice. Um, or maybe you just tear them out. 
Um, but you can go, go through the property that way and get an idea of the repairs so you can in your head just make an estimate based on what you see and what you know. You know the cost of the kitchen, you know the cost of bathrooms, and if you don't know those things, we've got a rehab calculator that can help you. That's up here under tools and services. I'm not going to spend too much time on that right now, but we've got a repair estimator calculator that has the average prices for Texas in it. And so you can quickly go through about in about five minutes and uh, make an estimate as to the repair cost here. Um, so then the next thing we do, if we think, oh, that could be interesting, but I want to see about this estimated price, how close that is. So I'm going to go here to run CMA. Um, now, so that, that uh, estimated price right here is based on our distance algorithm for the ARV, which is going out a half a mile, and it's um, pulling comps that have sold in the last year that are within 20% plus or minus of the square footage and within 10 years plus or minus of the year build. Um, but it will choose the comps to use in this based on most recent and closest. The ARV subdivision will expand the parameters a little bit and choose the comps um, that are in the same subdivision as much as possible. Um, because in Houston, in some areas, the subdivision is everything. If you go a block over, you're in a different subdivision. It's a totally different price range and, and kind of property. Um, if you wanted to check those yourself, set them to whatever you want them to be, you can go here to and adjust the recency, ad adjust the how far out it goes, and it goes up to five miles. So if I was out in the country, I could type in five. Your build range, if it's a super old house, you might want to increase that. Or if it's a newer house, you might want to decrease it. A square footage range, 20%. Those are kind of the standards, um, but you can change them if you have too many comps or not enough comps. Um, but I'm going to go with the subdivision and see what we get here. All right, so here's my subject property, this yellow star. These blue ones and the blue down here, those are the ones that the computer chose as the best comps. Now, we may or may not agree, um, but it is putting emphasis on the ones with the same subdivision. So these are in the same subdivision. This one, though, sold 326 days ago. Ideally, you want within the last six months even less if you got it. Um, the computer chose a couple that were beyond that, but um, chose the ones that were less beyond it, I guess. So, but I could say, I don't care about these ones that sold more than, more than six months ago. So I'm gonna uncheck this box and notice how this sold price changes when I do that. I'm gonna take out this other one that was 205 days ago, over six months that puts me down to 162. So I can reevaluate whether this is something that I want to go after or not. So up here in the details, if this is something that I want to pursue, 
I can come here and here's the agent's name and phone number. So one of the strategies for the MLS is to go directly to that agent yourself. Um, because if they, if, if you don't have your own buyer's agent, then they don't have anybody they have to split the commission with. So sometimes they're more willing to work for you because they know that they're gonna get the whole commission themselves or sometimes they will give you a discount on that commission. So they'll um, say, okay, I'm gonna take 2% of my commission and put it towards your purchase price to get the seller more and help you get the deal. So all kinds of those things can happen too when you go with the agent. Um, now, not all the time. If this is not an investor-friendly agent, they might not get it. Um, some even require you to have your own buyer's agent, but it's definitely worth a try. Um, so when you're looking on the MLS, the basic thing is there's a lot of properties listed for sale. If I go back, I'm gonna go back up here to deals. Oh, one other thing I wanna show you real quick before I do that is we already looked at the photos of this property. You can also look at the comps as well and see how they fix them up so that you would make sure that you were rehabbing your property to the rest of the neighborhood at the same level. Because if you over rehab it, um, make it too nice, nobody's gonna pay that higher price. And if you under rehab it, it's not gonna sell, it's just gonna sit on the market. So you can compare that way and you can also, if I see something in here that tells me it was not fixed up, I could uncheck the box here and it takes it out of the calculation. So once I'm done looking through the comps, I can be pretty confident in this ARV, and then I can do my formula. 70% minus repairs and submit an offer at that price. Um, that's one strategy. Other people might, uh, wholesalers, they might say, okay, I'm gonna make offers at 80% so that I can take my wholesale fee and then wholesale them to buy and hold people. Uh, because buy and hold people can usually pay that higher percent to remember the 90% or the 90,000 versus the 60,000 if you're going to buy and hold it. Um, so that's one, one thing to look at. The investment summary here can help you run those numbers really quickly. So this is only at 162 ARV, and I didn't look closely at enough, so I can't say for sure that this is a good ARV. I would want to look through those other properties a little bit cl more closely, compare the bed and bath, the square footage, uh, because as a rule, houses at a that are larger square foot, they're two right next to each other, and one's a lot bigger, the smaller house will go for a higher price per square foot than the larger house. So you wanna keep that in mind as well. This map would let me, if I wanted to check out that neighborhood, I can drop the little Google guy and uh, see how well the neighborhood is kept. That's gonna help me think about, you know, if I wanted to keep that property, here's the star, means that's our subject property. If I want to keep it or if I'm going to do the rehab myself, you know, I want to know if it's a safe neighborhood. And you can see those kind of things from there as well. So, okay, I'm going to go back to the deals page here. And there were 90 deals that came up with this criteria 
in Harris County um, that, that are currently on the market. So you can check those out. And what you wanna do is start making offers on that. The main key to getting properties on the MLS is to make lots of offers. And I feel like somehow I lost some of my slides um, because it's an average of one, one in 20 offers that get accepted. So if you wanna really get properties, you wanna really look for them and really find deals on the MLS, you have to make a lot of offers. So just start looking for properties, start shooting off offers. Uh, don't even worry, you're, you're gonna do just a quick estimate on the rehab. The nice thing is when you make the offer, you make sure you have an option period in there so that you can go into the property and get your contractor in there and check it all out uh, because it might look one way in the pictures and then not be the same way. Uh, there was one particular property that Kevin and I looked at and from the pictures on the MLS, it looks like kind of a lipstick rehab, you know, paint carpet, not much else, maybe some appliances, not much else. We got there and the house was just, it smelled, it had, there was mold everywhere. There were holes in the walls that were not shown on any of the pictures. Um, so you always wanna make sure you have that option period so you can get in there and say, uh, you know, it needs a new roof and I wasn't counting on that. So I, I can, I'm gonna have to change my offer and you can renegotiate it down a little bit. Um, so, yeah. But you, but you don't wanna waste your time going to see every house and doing that unless you get it under contract. So that's why you, uh, you don't spend too much time on the rehab. You do your ballpark estimate, you send out the offers because it's gonna take lots of offers. And some people even have VAs that do this for them. They have VAs look at the comps, find the ARV, do the formula, the offer. And they just send lots of offers. And then, you, you know, a lot of them are not gonna get accepted, but all it takes is one or two, and then it's worth all that time. So that's the key. Don't waste your time looking at them beforehand, do your offer first. Uh, so just to show you one example, this is a house that Kevin and I wholesaled that we found on the MLS on Westerly Lane in a beautiful area of Houston known as Memorial, but an area that was flooded in Hurricane Harvey when they let the water out of the reservoirs to protect the people on the other side of the reservoirs and it flooded a lot of homes below. So um, you can see right here, this is called Buffalo Bayou. And that's where all the water came out of those reservoirs cruising down the bayou and flooded this house. Um, so this was listed at 284.9. That also tells you the details also tell you if they reduce the price. Um, but it was comping at 509. So even with a lot of work, there's a lot of room in there. So uh, this is a four bedroom, two and a half bath, two car garage. It's 3,200 square foot. So it's a big size house. 
Um, it was on the market 66 days when we looked at it, or maybe that was till the end. Here's what it looked like inside, just a few of the pictures. So here's how you know it flooded because the bottom sheetrock is all removed, which is good. It means they did that to stop the mold from growing. When it's when they don't do that, that you can have extra costs there. Um, but you can see uh, beautiful but dated. Uh, but so it was listed at 284.9. We offered 231. Um, because the agent kind of hinted that there were hedge funds trying to buy this house uh, from out of state, but she was happy for it to go to a local investor instead. Um, so she kicked in $4,000 of her commission to make our purchase price equal $235,000. So we got it under contract for that, wholesaled it for two sixty. dollars So the profit was $29,000. And we didn't get all that because we co-wholesaled this. So we had somebody else who found the buyer. We found the property, they found the buyer. We split the profit. So, but still a decent, decent commission for what we got. So those deals are out there. You just have to submit lots of offers and eventually you'll get them, you'll get them accepted. You go one in 15 to 20 offers is the most you can expect to get accepted. All right, so I will come back to questions on finding deals on the MLS in a little bit. So first, a quick commercial for Real Estate IQ. Uh, we have a new community portal and you can join this from California or wherever you are and because we will be going national with it. So this is our, and I'll, lost my website. There we go. Our website is realestateiq.co. So even to those of you who have Real Estate IQ, if you haven't been to our new website, check it out. But right here we have our community, our online community, kind of a social media site for investors. It's a place you can connect with other investors. You can uh, find people to answer your questions when you have questions. You can go to Marketplace and connect with vendors you need, like find, uh, finding contractors and funding and title companies and those kinds of things. Or if you're doing that passive investing in notes, you can find information about that there. The other cool thing here is our groups. So we have some different groups. So I have this one for Houston Deal Finders Lounge, for example. For anybody who invests in Houston, uh, we have one for Austin. We don't have one for other places specifically yet, but if you request it, we can get it. We have a successful Habits Book Club group, Geeks and Nerds in Real Estate, Latinos, Georgia, for example, a place for the customer service team uh, to go on and talk to people as well. So I'd encourage you to go to realestateiq.co, click on community, sign up right here where you see my name. Uh, you'll ha have to sign up, just you know, name, email address, and that stuff. Um, and then you can join groups. You can also go here and find out about our other upcoming events. 
uh, right now, of course, all online. Um, but when there are real events, you can find those there here too. So these are ours. You can go here to meetups and find other ones in your area as well. So please do that. Um, so what we have in, for Real Estate IQ, we have our MLS Deal Finder, which is what I showed you. We have our Deal Analysis Suite, uh, which is what Mike asked about before at the beginning, um, which lets you run unlimited comps in the Texas areas, um, has our Repair Estimator, Deal Analyzer, Calculator. Uh, we also have a Deal Finding Suite, so if you are wanting to market for your own leads, uh, off, our off-market leads gives you 10 different lists of motivated sellers. Here they are. Foreclosure, probate, evictions, divorce, liens, loan modifications, loan violations, delinquent taxes, tax sales. So all of these people on this list have a reason that they may want or need to sell their house. The ones with asterisks are part of our premium service that comes with skip tracing already done. So for all of these, you get the person's name, the address, property information, uh, everything that you need. Uh, but these asterisks ones also come with email addresses and phone numbers for the owners. So our deal finding suite also comes with county data finder, which is where you can pull from the county records and create a list of out-of-state owners, absentee owners. You can make sure they have equity by choosing when they bought the property. You can look for commercial properties, multifamily, vacant lots, all those things. Uh, and we do have knowledge vault support and training to make sure that you're not just on your own to use it. All right, so those are our products. We also have freebies that anybody can sign up for. So um, if you're interested in Texas, right now these are only for Texas, um, but we have our discounted deals heat map kind of shows you where those discounted deals are on the MLS, pre-foreclosure deals, rental income, and then our deal of the day is a live MLS deal that we blast out and analyze it with our system every day. So that's a live deal you can make an offer on. All right, so that's the direct link to our portal. Instead of going to realestateiq.co and clicking on community, you can just type this in if you want. Have yourself a great evening and upcoming week. Take care. For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.